Today, let's talk about when you should be hiring experts and coaches to help you move forward faster and when you should be figuring things out yourself. I have some suggestions for you, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Course Creators HQ Podcast, helping you navigate the latest techniques for creating and marketing online courses. And now, here is your host, Julie Hood. So I want to start off this episode with a story because I think it really helps reflect some of the things you want to be thinking about when you're trying to decide whether to hire somebody to help you. So a while back, I was working on my website and I noticed that the tags at the bottom of the screen, whenever someone was looking at my blog post, they had a comma and a space between them, but they were backwards. So it had the tag and then it had a space and then it had a comma and then it would have another tag. And you know, it's not that big a thing. You could tell the difference, but the little perfectionist in me was really annoyed by the way this looked. And the thing was, it wasn't, it didn't seem like it was that big a deal. Like I've, I've been doing WordPress websites forever. I was like, I should be able to figure this out and fix this myself. So I played with this for hours, legitimately hours, trying to dig into the code, figure out where the problem was and, and fix it myself. Well, I also have a guy um, from Fiverr who is incredible at WordPress. I've asked him to do several different tweaks and uh, custom things for me, and he's fantastic. And so finally I gave up. I was like, you know what? I cannot get this fixed, so I'm going to just have him do it. He figured it out in about 10 or 20 seconds, sent me the answer, and didn't even charge me. Oh my goodness. Should I have talked to him about this hours ago? Yes, a hundred percent. But I thought I could get it myself and I ended up wasting hours of my time on it. So that is kind of the backdrop of how I want to talk to you about this week's episode of when you should be hiring people to help you out and how to kind of think about it as you're going through do I do this? Do I figure it out myself or do I go hire someone? So this is coming up this week. Uh, we are actually doing the topic and title challenge. If you're listening on March the 7th, 2023, this week, you can still jump in. You have until Sunday if you want to join the contest to see if you are a winner. And then um, the way I do this, the way this challenge works, at the end, I invite folks to continue with me and jump in to my full 24-hour course creator program. So it's very... Um, transparent. Like this is my funnel. This is how I get connected with people. This is how they get to see what it's like to work with me. And so because I was thinking about this, because a lot of these folks need to decide, like, do they want to work with me or not? And what criteria should they use? So let me give you a little bit of history. Way, way back in the day when I first started online, I had actually quit my corporate job and had been doing stay-at-home mom with my kids for a bit. And I was like, you know what? I need something beyond watching cartoons and talking to little ones all day. <laughs> so I'm going to dabble with having this whole website thing. And it was very, very new back in the day. So part of the challenge there, though, was we didn't particularly get started with the concept of 
oh, Julie's going to start an online business. It was more just something to dabble in, more like a hobby than an actual business. And because I had uh, the background that I did, I knew I could learn it and I was actually looking forward to having something new to figure out. So for the longest time, I did a lot of figuring it out myself. Spent a lot of time studying, buying books, finding websites, trying out things, learning to do WordPress sites, learning to code HTML. Like it was part of the process for me at that point because for two reasons. One, we were not going to spend extra money on help. And two, I wanted the mental stimulation anyway. (laughs) So it fit both of those. But one of the things I will tell you is it took me years longer because of doing it that way. Yes, I did it more inexpensively, but could I have grown faster? Could I have grown more quickly? Could I have gotten a lot more revenue more quickly? Probably, probably if I had had the right helpers and the right advice along the way. So As you are thinking about your online course business and you're trying to figure out, especially um, at the beginning or as you're ramping up in that first stage, one of the big decisions that you have to make is what am I going to invest in and how long can I invest in it until I get enough profits in to not only cover my expenses, but give me some profit. So it always surprises me when folks are like, oh, I don't have any money to spend. I'm going to start an online business, but I don't have any money to spend. And I I, I always think like, if you were going to go start a business on Main Street, would you go into it thinking you don't need any capital to get going? Probably not. And so I will say for an online business to be successful in a reasonable amount of time, you want to have some capital that you can put into it. So whether it's paying for tools, paying for coaches, paying for advice, paying for your email newsletter software, like you're there's some things that you just really do need to pay for in order to first get set up. And then when you start growing, you may have to start paying for things like more tracking, paying for ways to get in front of people, paying for ways to learn because there are a lot of things to learn and figure out. So One of the things that I want to give you is kind of a framework for if you're trying to decide, should I pay for this or not? And the first question is, what kind of timeline are you on? Like, are you in the fastest mode possible to get going? Then you probably want to pay for a lot of help and pay for a lot of um, VA time and expert time and things that can move you forward. Or if you're more in the, I'm like I was when I very first started of, I do not have extra cash to be spending on this. So in that point, you need to have a set kind of budget that you're going to use for the essential tools that you need to get going and then try to get some expertise budget. So some kind of coaching, some kind of where are you going to learn from and, and go with it from there. But just know that's Um, Make that choice, like make that decision so you know where you're at. Okay, then when things start coming up, you'll have lots and lots of opportunities. The marketers, including me, have gotten much more advanced at um, telling you about what we're doing, 
telling you why it's important and hopefully introducing you to the process to working with us. So your job then is to see for sure is, do I think this is going to help me move forward? And kind of the second piece of that is, am I going to do my part of it to make sure it works for me? So there's two pieces here. First, you want to get comfortable and believe that what other expert you're working with or whichever assistant or uh, coach, get to the place where you feel really comfortable that you know that they're going to help you. And then it's really, really important to be 100% honest with yourself about, am I going to do the pieces that I need to do? So yes, your coach is going to want to help you as much as they possibly can, but am I going to also do the work? So one of the things I've noticed, I've had two people in my accelerator for the past few months, and the one person is so good. She shows up all of the time. She's at all of the coaching calls. She does all the implementation workshops. She comes to all the study halls and she is moving forward. Every month we can see her process for moving forward. But I've got a couple other folks who haven't been showing up. They haven't been coming to the workshops. They don't respond to emails. They don't do the homework. They don't log into the portal. And I, I'm not sure how they're doing. I hope they're doing well, <laughs> but it, it's, it's one of those things where I feel bad. You know, there's only, I can only lead the horse to the water so far. <laughs> and then they really do have to step up and do their place. So when you were thinking about hiring people, signing up for courses, signing up for things, make sure you're also looking at your calendar and saying, okay, this is how I'm going to fit this into my life. And if your life is very, very full right now, I want you to figure out what can I take away? What can I get rid of in order to make some more time? So I've talked in past episodes and I'll link to a couple of them in the show notes about things you can get rid of or change to save time. But basically it's it's acknowledging, and, and I found this one really hard too, is we can't just keep adding and expecting it to work. Like we have to be cognizant of the fact that, you know what, there's so many hours in the day and here's how I want to spend them. So when I want to add something new, I need to take something away to make room for it. Okay, so back to figuring out whether you should hire someone. So there's a couple things I think are really important to remember here. The first one is, can you figure out most things by doing enough research, by reading enough books, watching enough YouTube videos, uh, jumping in and asking questions in free Facebook groups, that kind of thing? Can you get to where you want to go? Probably, probably, especially if you're really good at like figuring things out on your own. However, I will say it's going to take you a lot longer and it's probably going to be frustrating because I know I've done this on a few smaller things. I'm like, oh, I'll just go figure this out. So I go out to YouTube, I type in the thing and I start searching and I watch a 10 minute video and I'm like, yeah, that isn't what I thought it was going to be. That's not the answer. Let's watch another video. 
So then I watch another one and I try to jump to the part where I'm just specifically what I need. Still did not get the answer. <laughs> okay, let's go back to Google, see if we can go find a blog post because I can get through those faster. So I find a couple blog posts, still not getting me where I need to go. So if I had someone that I was working with that had already done all this, that had figured it out, that had the answer to where all I needed to do was go during the coaching call, ask them the question and save myself all this stress and frustration and headaches, 100% I should be doing that. So remember that when you, um, if you're a little like me and you're like, I'm just going to figure this out. Okay. <laughs> if you want to, if you're sure, if you've got plenty of time for that, <laughs> um, can you get there eventually? Probably, probably. Um, I just feel bad because I, I don't feel like that's the fastest path. So whenever you can get help, get advice, find the right person to lead you to the next step. So I hope this gave you a little bit of food for thought this week. Um, I'm always trying to think like what would be the most helpful for you and I do think sometimes trying to figure out who to hire and should I hire and is that a good option for me that is one of the tough decisions as a business owner that we have. I've messed up a few times and hired people that were not helpful, that didn't do what they promised. I've signed up for a few things where I didn't do my half of the puzzle and things didn't work because I wasn't doing my level of the path too. So both of those situations are pretty common. So hopefully after you've listened to this episode, you know some of the pitfalls to look for, you know what you can sort of think about, and as you're trying to decide what to use next to move you forward, get some advice on the best next steps. Get someone who's been there, done that, and can help you. And I'll tell you another thing that can really get in the way and cause you a lot of headaches, and that's trying to follow multiple experts at the same time. And especially when it comes to marketing and trying to put yourself out into the world of online space. Because if you have multiple coaches and marketers in your ear at the same time, tell, one is telling you this and probably another one will tell you the complete opposite of that. So then what do you do? Because you're kind of left in this land of, I got two complete opposite ideas. Who do I trust? <laughs> so my suggestion for you is to pick one expert and go all in on what they have to teach you. Do their program, see if it gets you to where you need to go. Ask questions when you get stuck, when things aren't working out the way you expected. Make sure you're doing your piece of the puzzle. And then at the end, then you can stop and say, oh, you know what? This isn't the right uh, direction for me. This worked for them. This might not be the perfect thing for me. So I'm going to try out another expert and try out a different program. But the thing that you're being really, really good about in this situation is you are following through. You're doing the work. You're not taking the time to try to figure out who's right, who's wrong. Let me 
you know, bounce these two things around in my head and waste a lot of my effort trying to decide between two different things. You know, you're going all in and you're committed to the process and making sure you're moving forward. And then, you know, at the end of your, it's almost an experiment at the end of your experiment, then you'll know you'll, you'll have tested and you know, okay, this was, uh, the right direction for me, or this one didn't work. And that's okay. That's one of the big things with marketing. What works for one person doesn't always work for somebody else. So we're going to try something else. We're going to move on to another thing. So hope this episode was helpful for you. Thanks so much for listening and following and subscribing. I truly appreciate the time that I get to spend with you every week. And I hope it gives you some food for thought and makes your course business even better. So thanks for being here. I'll catch you next week on the next episode. Take care.